Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I well, I gotta go. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, all right. I'll talk to you later. Top of the hour now, here are your headlines. Video game store and reseller GameStop has announced that it is no longer trying to sell itself to another company. The decision came after learning they'd only get a trade-in value of $5. In science news, two studies from Harvard suggest that the number one predictor of a long and happy life is strong interpersonal relationships. So happy Valentine's Day to single people, you'll be dead soon. The Cleveland Browns have signed running back Kareem Hunt to a one-year, $1 million contract. The Browns were impressed by videotape of Hunt last season when he single-handedly beat both the Patriots and a defenseless woman in a hallway. Aaron Sorkin caused controversy last week by telling congressional freshmen to, quote, stop acting like young people. Sorkin clarified his statement, saying that they should act like neurotic important people fast-talking while rushing down hallways of important places. This Friday could mark another government shutdown as the president continues to fight with Congress on funding a border wall. The president continues to point to evidence that Border Patrol agents support building a wall. Here to discuss is Border Patrol Sheriff Devin Merkson. Hey, how you doing? I am here in your studio. President Trump's primary argument is that Border Patrol agents overwhelmingly support a wall. You're on the front lines of this border dispute. Can you tell us just how necessary a border wall really is? Oh, Ryan, it's really, really necessary. Like, oh, it would make my job so easy. Yeah, I could just, like, relax. Relax. Yeah, you know. Uh, the president come by and he said, what would make your job easier? And at first we were like, chairs. But really, it's pretty easy as it is. You know, there's only like 15 people that come through there and... Most of them are just as nice as can be. They bring Coke. Drugs? No, no, no. That uh, sugarcane Coca-Cola. Mmm. That is good stuff. Yeah. So we were like, okay, uh, what if there's like a door or like a sign-in sheet, you know, like at a dentist office? Uh, my buddy Mike, he suggested a take a number thing, you know, like at the deli. Oh, sure. Now serving freedom and opportunity. <laughs> right. Uh, but, you know, government got to put its thumb on everything, so they're trying to build us this wall, which to us is like, pff, great, you know, that's better than what we wanted anyway. I don't even got to show up to work. So a wall would help your job. A lot of folks support the wall on the basis that we should listen to what Border Patrol agents say and just provide that, regardless of the costs. Well, sure, it would help, but, like, do we need it? Mm, eh. So it would help, but you don't necessarily need it? L let me answer that question this way. No. No, we don't need it. Like, Ryan, would it make your job easier if something just did your job for you and you just got paid? Like some kind of a robot radio host who sat here, but you still got a paycheck? Um, well... Yeah, I guess it would. Of course it would. And if I paid $5 billion and I built this human hybrid robot thing and made it a radio guy and it did interviews and it, it made your funny prank calls for you. I don't make prank calls. Then your job would be pretty easy, right? You might not even get out of bed. You could just relax. <laughs> that would be ideal. Right? See, when your boss, like, or any boss asks you, hey, 
what would help you do your job, you say everything you can think of because he might just give it to you and the company's going to pay for it anyway. Now, fortunately for me, my boss is the president of America and the company paying for it is taxes. So when Americans say they support a wall because border agents want a wall. All we're really saying is, yeah, a wall would help, but, you know, shit, a moat would help or dragons or some kind of a big people vacuum. You know, same as like a four hour lunch or a free keg would help. But should it happen? (laughs) Nah. Okay, so put yourself in the president's shoes. You want to secure the border from this flood of immigrants. Well, you know, flood, I don't know about flood. You know, flood's a bad term. A flood destroys your basement and ruins Mardi Gras. But, you know, a a crisp mountain spring is delightful. You know, what, what we got on the border, I'd call it more of a cool, refreshing stream of diversity and Coca-Cola. So what would you do to protect the border? And, and I'm the president? Yes, you're the president in this scenario. I, I still get all the tasty Mexican Coke I want? Uh, sure. Then I'd, I'd back off the wall. Yes, Border Patrol agents say it would help slow illegal immigration, but also the United States being a floating island in outer space would help. If I'm the president, I listen to what agents say, I take it into consideration, And then I make the balanced and reasonable decision. I don't make the United States into a giant floating astro moon, although that would that would be awesome. Actually, that that kind of makes sense. Now, then, when are we uh, doing one of your famous wacky prank calls? In other news, the live action remake of Disney's Aladdin has found itself in the midst of controversy. Fans criticize the use of CGI to make Will Smith's take on the famous genie character Blue. For that story, we go to our field reporter, Alex Jason. It's a warm, clear day at Disney World's Epcot theme park. As I push my way through drunk millennials halfway through the Around the World Challenge, I enter the Morocco exhibit to meet with self-proclaimed Aladdin superfan Murray Slifson to discuss the new live-action remake. When the first teaser dropped, I was so excited. I mean, I was five when the original Aladdin came out. I saw it 20 times in the theater and wore out like 10 VHS tapes once it actually came out. It's uh, safe to say that you've loved the film. Uh, yeah, duh. They ain't never had a fan like me. So I've been super stoked for the remake, but then Entertainment Weekly puts the cast on the cover and Will Smith's genie is in blue? Come on, Dizzy. That's some fucking DreamWorks shit right there. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, so were you pleased when the new trailer showed the CGI blue version of the genie? Oh, hell no. That shit freaked me the fuck out. So, please watch your mouth. There are children here. Uh, sorry. I just got worked up. We're talking about that blue Will Smith genie. Fuck that nonsense. Motherfucker looks like his avatar fucked a Shrek. (laughs) Well, shit. Now look what Will Smith did. Clearly, fans were distraught over this portrayal of the beloved genie character. But I had to wonder if it was because it wasn't in line with their nostalgic ideals, or if there was something deeper, more psychological going on. Oftentimes, we find people have quite the trouble watching photorealistic animated versions of their own species. I've met with psychologist Gunther Helmsen, who studies the behavioral reactions we have to images of other humans. When you see another person on the street walking by, you think to yourself, Oh, that is a person. I recognize him as human. 
But when you see a computer-generated image of a person, your brain analyzes it very differently. You say to yourself, there's something wrong with that person. You're referring to the notion of the uncanny valley? Yeah, the uncanny valley is basically the idea that the more a non-human object, like a robot, or a rendering of a human image, like a Tom Hanks from the Polar Express, tries to look realistic, the more the viewer is like, holy shit, what god would allow such an abomination? I was learning a lot, but I wanted to go to the source of the controversy and speak to an actual CGI artist. So, I went to a Hollywood coffee shop, where I met up with animator Dylan Bakerson to discuss his art and profession. (sighs) Yeah. I just wrapped a gig working on Alita Battle Angel, which is like this half-real, half-CGI movie with an all-CGI main character. Interesting. So, there's a CGI character acting alongside actual actors? So... Can you really see the uncanny valley at play here? It was a nightmare, man. Her big eyes. Not quite human, but still so real. They pierced my soul, man. You people only have to sit through it for two hours. Those eyes stared back at me for three years, man. When I close my eyes, I still see them staring back at me. Your uh, pancakes and your sunny side up eggs. Can I get you guys anything else? Oh my god. Her eyes. The eggs are her eyes. They're everywhere. Jesus, man, I gotta get out of here. The eggs are her eyes. For NPR News, I'm Alex Jason. Thanks, Alex. Just take a lift when you get in. My car is a mess. Up next, are you eating enough pills? (laughs) 